Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. And this is where we insert the car sound. <laughs> I forgot. There it off, is. Off to a great start this morning. How are yeah, you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I love the look on your face when, <laughs> when I just looked at you and you looked back with the deer stuck in the headlights look. <laughs> I got it ready and then I put my phone down. You did. Yeah, we're so professional. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's start out with some news from the Disney Parks blog. There are details out for the Flower and Garden Festival. Very exciting for me because it's my favorite time of the year at Epcot. That's right. The Taste of Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival will begin blossoming on March 3rd. Uh, this year's event is going to go from March 3rd through July 5th. Uh, it's going to be the standard. Uh, we'll have some topiaries, some gardens, some outdoor kitchens, entertainment, there's going to be a healthful trail presented by Advent Health, who seems to be sponsoring everything they can now in Walt Disney World. Uh, there's also going to be uh, family fun scavenger hunts. We're going to have Spike's Pollen Nation Exploration uh, back again this year. And then during the Easter season, there will be an extravaganza scavenger hunt to find oversized eggs. And then, of course, uh, what would any festival be? Without merchandise. Of course. There will be exclusive merchandise for this, and that merchandise will come at a later date. I wonder if they're going to pull out last year's merchandise, too, since uh, they never got a chance to sell it. Just put a big piece of scotch tape over the the 20 and write 21 on it. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Sure. sure. Get that stuff sold. Right. Okay, um, let's have a ticket update. I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but go ahead. Give me a ticket update. Well, with Disney's Blizzard Beach reopening on March 7th, you can now buy water park tickets. So uh, water park tickets are available. The one-day water park ticket is now $69 plus tax for an adult and $63 plus tax for children ages 3 to 9. Ticket options, uh, there are other ticket options available. And these tickets can be purchased online at DisneyWorld.com or can be purchased through your favorite travel agent who happens to be talking to you right now. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Today is National Plan for Vacation Day. Oh, well, before we plan on that vacation, I I left one part off of that story that I I meant to tell you. Okay. Uh, When Blizzard Beach reopens on March 7th, uh, face coverings will be required for all guests ages 2 and up in designated areas, which include but are not limited to the exit and entrance, retail areas, and food and beverages uh, waiting areas. Face coverings will not be permitted while on water slides or in the water, and when you are actively eating and drinking. But when you're eating and drinking, you should remain stationary and maintain uh, social distancing. I'm just wondering what they're going to do about the the lines for the um, slides and things. So I... you're going to have to keep your mask on and then put it in your pocket and you're going but to have a soggy mask. that's not what they mask. say. No. They do say that they will not be required in the water. Yeah, I don't... I mean, for me personally, I would probably do one of those little um, waterproof pouches yep. that people used to use to hold like their paper tickets, you know? Right. Um, I would probably do one of those and have a mask in it so, you know, that I would have it on right up until well, I was able Here's, here's another opportunity for the Ziploc company to get involved. Something, but like they got involved at Splash Mountain in making those gigantic bags for everybody, right? So maybe they could make a personal sized mask bag and theme it with Blizzard Beach and Typhoon Lagoon. I just really wish they were going to be requiring it for other people because I might wear my mask right up until I get up there, but all the people around me might not, right? So, yeah, I won't be going to Blizzard Beach anytime soon. Okay, I'm excited that it's open though, duly noted. 
Okay, um, today is National Plan for Vacation Day. Now, is today? Today, on Tuesday, the day we are recording, okay. is National Plan of well, Vacation Day. Well, that's good day. because I'm planning a vacation and I would have been all on the wrong day. Plan a Vacation Day is always the last Tuesday in January. That makes sense because by the last Tuesday in January. I've had it with the yeah, year already everyone, and I need a vacation. Everyone's cold and miserable. Did you know that Americans leave more than 600 million vacation days unused every year? You should give them to me. I use all mine up every time. I know, time. right? Did you know that 97% of survey respondents say that having a trip planned makes them happier? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're ready to trip, uh, plan a trip, a uh, vacation to any of the Walt Disney World properties uh, or Disneyland when they reopen at some point, feel free to reach out to Tony at Main Street and More Travel. Uh, as your travel agent. Uh, I've worked with him many times over the years, <laughs> and he is uh, he is phenomenal. He is fantastic. He also books Disney cruises. He does. And Universal properties. That's right. Okay. And Alani, if you want to go to Hawaii. Oh, I do. I do. Book me a trip. Someday. The uh, There's some new adventures on the Jungle Cruise. That's right. The Jungle Cruise is going to be modified. Now, a lot of people, when we heard this, uh, the first thought was, well, that movie with The Rock and Emily Blunt, right, right. Jungle Cruise, is coming out next year. So a lot of people were concerned that they would be taking away some of the classic elements of the ride and bringing in some of the movie property, just like they did with Pirates of the Caribbean and Captain Jack Sparrow. That is not the case. Uh, they are going to be modifying the ride because of years of uh, racism against Native folk uh, that occurred in the ride. So... Uh, they're modifying the storyline a little bit. They're changing the storyline. They're going to make a another Jungle Cruise boat and uh, the crew of that boat part of the storyline. Okay. So it won't necessarily be happening in Africa as the, the first part of the ride, um, but it will be a Jungle Cruise. Uh, but the the some of the show components are going to be changing to reflect uh, and value the diversity of the world around us. Okay. Uh, now that there's a video about that that you and I watched. Where was that yes, on the Disney? That Parks was on blog? the Disney Parks blog. Okay. I like the idea that they're changing it. I'm not one of those people who just likes whatever has historically been there. You know, I don't get attached to I, I don't know the way it's been done. Just mm -hmm. because I get so bored, you know, over and over again, it's the same exact thing. So I'm always thrilled when they change up a classic a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't like, you know, when they completely get rid of it or replace it, but right. I like when there's a little bit of change up. So that's, okay. that's nice for me. I'm excited. All right. Over in Disneyland, um, the stay at home order has been lifted. That's fabulous news. Yay. That's exciting. Uh, so the regional stay at home orders have been lifted uh, and that returns uh, the state to county by county restrictions. Um, and what that means is that Anaheim as part of Orange County uh will be allowed to resume outdoor operations. Um, and, uh, you know, that uh, that should mean that the downtown Disney district should reopen as well as the restaurants on Buena Vista Street. That would be awesome. At Disney's California Adventure. Um, the state was also under a curfew from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. That was listed as well. Lifted. What did I say? Listed. Oh, I'm sorry. It's I, okay. I, yeah. You lisped. I lisped. <laughs> um, so that is that is good news for California. Yes, absolutely. Um, also in California, over at Downtown Disney, progress on the Star Wars-izing of the old Rainforest Cafe has begun. That's right. We mentioned, I think it was last week or maybe Monday, I don't quite remember, that the closed Rainforest Cafe, since it kind of has that Star Wars jungle resistance base kind of look, 
is going to be turned into the new uh, Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge outpost uh, trading post shop. So they've started altering the building. Um, and as Cheryl said, they are Star Wars Wars Ising it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're putting some Star Wars type elements on there, uh, changing some of the architecture. That um, thing is going to be huge. The Rainforest Cafe is a big restaurant. Uh, Star Wars is a big property, and, yeah. and who knows? They might only be using the gift shop component, maybe of, of the of the Rainforest maybe, Cafe. Yeah. Um, but they are modifying the outside of the building as well. They're going to be putting Ray's speeder on display outside. Now, if they just changed the gift shop and then made the inside a Star Wars themed restaurant, they'd be super onto something. Genius. Yeah. Put a Star Wars cantina in there. That mm-hmm. would be golden. Yeah, people would be thrilled. Yep. Okay, um, analysts are <coughs> expecting the attendance in Disneyland is going to reach an all-time high in 2022. That's right. Analysts at UBS um, are predicting that Disney will uh, approach historical performance and attendance metrics by the physical year ending uh, 2022 with higher margins giving, uh, given operational improvement improvements implemented during the pandemic. Um, He also says that Disney will be the beneficiary of the vaccine, as well as pent up demand for leisure travel in the later latter half of this year, um, which will allow Walt Disney World and Disneyland when it reopens to increase attendance to 70 percent capacity. Uh, Walt Disney World is currently in uh, 35 percent capacity right now, and UBS predicts that attendance will fully recover by 2023. Uh, This is the same uh, analyst who who predicted that Disneyland might not reopen until at least January 2021, and that has proven to come true so far. Um, so the Magic Kingdom has the most uh, is the most attended theme park in the world, which in 2019 had 21 million visitors, and Disneyland ranked second in the world with 18.7. All right. Yeah, all Disney properties uh, had 157.3 million visitors in 2019. So and this guy's like the Nostradamus of uh, all things Disney? He could be, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the new Magic Kingdom guide map is out, so that's exciting stuff. Always exciting for those of us who are fans of the guide map. And uh, it has been modified. It, the, the new castle is on the cover. Um, but what is missing from that is Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, which closed this past week. And... Uh, uh, with its closure, the firehouse uh, on Main Street is undergoing refurbishment. For the past eight years, the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom, which was kind of a, a technolo- uh, technology scavenger hunt game, uh, existed around the park, and the headquarters was the uh, fire station. There was also a kiosk in Liberty Square, and that has closed as well. Um, also added to the park map are entries for the Tomorrowland Terrace restaurant, uh, which recently reopened. Um, the entry for Bonjour Village and Gifts has been removed because it is closed for a long-term refurbishment. And the pathway to the Grand Floridian has been added, at least directions to the pathway. Nice. Okay, that's good. The Rivers of America is completely filled now, so you can go for a swim if you want. That's, well, if you go for a swim, you're looking at a, at a being banned from the Banned parks. for life. That's right. Um, yes, the Foot Rivers of America is now completely refilled. It did take five days to uh, to do that. What's well, a big river? You think they could have brought a truck in? I think it was just Larry with a garden hose <laughs> standing on the side refilling it. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it looks nice. I've seen some pictures. Um, it's good to have the water back because it it kind of looked just odd. 
Yeah, of course. Seeing seeing the track. Yeah. But it seems like every time we go, we see some part of the track. Yeah, yep. Yeah. We'll have seen the whole thing by the time uh, by the time we're, I don't All know, right. old and gray. Let's talk about hours at the Tomorrowland Terrace. That's right. It was just re-added to the guide map. Um, but now, beginning February 1st, it's going to be closed on the weekdays and only operate on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Oh. Um, as we mentioned, the Tomorrowland Terrace is serving menu items from Columbia Harbor House. Uh, and they will be open from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. on weekends for all of February and the first week of March. And then beginning on March 6th, it will return to daily operations. Oh, all right. Because Disney will be entering their spring break season and right. crowds will Im- improve. Yeah. Uh, I liked it when we were there. I, you know, I don't know how good their food usually is, but right. it was good serving the Columbia Harbor House stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Epcot, the facade of the new Club Cool is now visible. That's right. Club Cool, presented by Coca-Cola, will be returning to Yay! the newly imagined oh, I'm so uh, happy. Epcot. Um, although its location's moved. I don't care. It's going to be on the side of Mouse Gear. Uh, which is where the old uh, FastPass kiosks used to mm-hmm. be. Yep. So it's going to be much smaller, uh, but uh, but it will be there, and you'll be able to get hopefully get your Coke samples. That's fine. I mean, it when it used to be kind of too big when it first opened. That place used to be crowded. Right. You used to have to wait in line to sort of get your to try your flavor. Right. But lately. Well, lately there's nothing there. But uh, you know, a year ago when you would go in. It, there weren't very many people there. Right. So they, they don't need something quite as big. And I don't know how things are going to be now <clears> post-pandemic. <throat> I don't know when they're going to open, but it might not be the kind of thing where you're going to be able to serve to yourself. Serve yourself. Right. You know, they might have someone there uh, giving you different They might just like, have samples. the cups all set up on little trays. Maybe. You know, here's your Beverly. Enjoy. Yeah, maybe. So just happy that it's coming back. Absolutely. A full list of the topiaries and gardens has been released for the Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. Um, due to COVID-19, uh, there are no new topiaries this year. That's okay. They probably used last year. However, year's. they still have plenty of topiary displays. Um, do you want to go through the list? Do you want, do you, do you want, do I want you to go through the yes. list? Sure, go through okay. the list. Uh, at the entrance, we're going to have Sorcerer Mickey, Broom, Ostriches, Hippo, and a Mushroom. Future World West, Woody, Bo Peep, and her sheep. Uh, Between Future World and the World Showcase, Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy. Uh, Between Future World and World Showcase, Pluto and Chip and Dale. In the Showcase Plaza, Donald, Daisy, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Uh, Bonus points if you know what Daisy's nieces' names are. They're flowers, aren't they? They're also flowers, aren't they? No. They're not? No. I don't know that. April, May, and June. Ah. All right. Uh, Buzz Lightyear over near Mission Space. Uh, near Imagination Pavilion, will have Figment. Topiary Butterflies in Future World West. At the Mexico Pavilion, the Three Caballeros. Uh, Norway Pavilion, Anna and Elsa. Norway Pavilion, Troll. The Dragon Topiary in the Japan Pavilion. In the China Pavilion, Pandas. Uh, in the China Pavilion, also a China Zodiac Topiary. In Future World West, Simba and Friends. Uh, Snow World, Snow World, Snow White and Dopey in Germany, Lady and the Tramp in Italy, Beauty and the Beast in France, Remy in France, uh, Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy between the UK and Canada pavilions, Peter Pan and Captain Hook in the UK, Winnie the Pooh and Friends in the UK, Tinker Bell and Fairy Houses in the UK, and Bambi and Friends near Mouse Gear. Um, this year, they will also have Global Gardens. So there will be an Outdoor Escapes, which does outdoor 
uh, areas. Floating gardens, which are a hundred petite plots drifting on ponds. I love that. Festival blooms. Uh, the Goodness Garden Butterfly House presented by Go-Go Squeeze at Future World West. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, there is a new garden, the Prehistoric Garden. Um, it uh, imagine life on Earth 65 million years ago with astounding plant life that's thrived since the age of the dinosaurs. Cool. Yeah. Um, bold bromeliads at Future World West. Uh, the Health Trail presented by Advent Health. The Honey Bistro uh, hosted by the National Honey Board. Uh, the Tropical Rainforest Garden in Mexico, Extraordinary Orchids in Mexico, Bamboo Garden in China, Chinese Zodiac Topiary Garden in China, Alpine Miniature Garden in Germany, Growing the Future in Germany, Garden Italiano in Italy, the Kokodama Garden in Japan, the Bonsai Collection in Japan, the Urban, Urban Spice Garden in Morocco, the English Tea Garden in London in uh, the UK, Love that one. and the Shakespeare Garden in the UK. Nice. That is it for topiaries and gardens. I wonder uh, if they're doing the um, the tea, the special like it was like a tour of the garden, a tour of the tea garden, and then you went inside and they gave you a scone. And the English Tea Garden is presented by Twinnings of London. Unearth the history and art of tea blending at this elegant English Tea Garden, featuring plants used in some of Twinnings' finest tea blends. So that does not mention anything about a tea service. You have to. It was a paid thing. So I'm wondering if they're offering that again. Well, we'll have to see. And let's wake everybody up because we're done talking about topiaries and gardens. It's my favorite thing. I mean, as far as Epcot goes, I right. could talk about, well, tea and topiaries all day long. Uh, but not everyone can, so we're going to move if along. You want, if you want to listen to that, you'll have to listen to our other podcast, uh, Tea and Topiaries <laughs> with Tony and Cheryl. Right. So some people prefer to talk about um, music and entertainment. So we have a list of... That for the Flower and Garden That's Festival. right. Normally we get the, uh, what is it, the Flower Power uh, series. Right. Or Eat to the Eat to the Beat. That's uh, that's food that's uh, food and wine. Uh, so usually the Flower Power Entertainment Series where we get, uh, you know, old washed up rock bands to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this year there are only four entertainment uh, acts. Uh, and I'll give you uh, a couple guesses of who they are. Um, oh. Liberty, the Voices of Liberty. Voices of Liberty. Um, Mariachi Cobre. Mariachi Cobre, correct. Uh, I don't know who the other ones are. The Jam and Gardeners. Oh, okay. And The Pianist. All right. So, um... They can't have anything that that draws too many people. Voices of Liberty will be in the American Gardens Theater performing uh, a performance that celebrates America's spirit and beauty. Mariachi Cobre will also be performing in the American Gardens Theater... Uh, the Jammin' Gardeners, also known as the Jammiters, uh, will be at the Canada Mill stage, and the pianist will be in the World Showplace. All right. Yeah. We stopped to watch the Jammiters in Canada when we were there in, yeah, yeah, uh, they earlier were good. this year. Yeah. yeah, they were really good. And you have some news about outdoor kitchens as well. Yes. If I'm the, sorry, we're going to bore all these people to death with the Flower and Garden Festival details. Well, luckily, it, it just comes this once, mm-hmm. and, and then it's done. Uh-huh, sure. And then they change the entertainment, and then they change the the uh, kitchen. All right, so here are a list of the kitchens. The Bauern Market, Farmer's Market in Germany. The Cider House in the World Showplace. The Citrus Blossom, no location given. Festival Favorites in the World Showplace. Favorful Flavorful <laughs> Kitchen, hosted by Advent Health. Fleur de Lis in France. Hanami in Japan. 
Jardin de Fiestas in the Mexico Pavilion, the Honey Bistro, uh, hosted by the National Honey Board with no location given, La Isla, La Isla Fresca, uh, the Lotus House, which is in China, Magnolia Terrace, Northern Bloom, uh, which are Canada uh, Canadian foods, Pineapple Promenade, the Primavera, Primavera Kitchen, uh, Taste of Marrakesh, and Trowels and Trellis, hosted by Impossible Foods. Uh, in addition to that, they will also have Refreshment Port, Refreshment Outpost, Cool Wash, Funnel Cakes, and Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company. Kiosks available. Very nice. Let's talk about some resort news. Well, you just have one story, um, and it's about Pop Century. That's right. Over at the Pop Century Resort, the Hippy Dippy Pool is going to be closing as of February 15th through early March as it undergoes maintenance. All right. And that's going to be a problem. Why is that? Because so many people are staying at Pop. That like is. there's not really, that they're the only value, right? Well, that, well, there's one of the all-stars open. There is now? Art of Animation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know Art of Animation, but Art of Animation isn't really a value. I mean, they've got the Little Mermaid area, but mm-hmm. um, that, that's it. So uh, I know a lot of people are staying there. You have the Skyliner, and that's just uh, where a lot of people are. But, I mean, I guess it's during the chillier months, so maybe people aren't using the pools as much. Right. Um, the archway at the Osceola Parkway entrance is half-painted, and I do mean that literally. That's right. The, the arch over the four-lane highway, two lanes of it are painted royal blue, and two lanes of it are the old yellow, so... They are slowly working their way across the street. I would expect by our next show that the, at least the archway will be done, if not uh, Mickey as well. Okay. And then we're going to talk about some Disney Plus news. Yes. Uh, they've removed some films from profiles for children under seven. That's right. If you're a child, uh, you have the option when you're setting up your account to give uh, children their own accounts where they can access any G-rated movie. Uh, well, that is no longer the case because Disney has now... Uh, pulled some movies from children under six due to negative cultural depictions. And those movies are The Aristocats, Peter Pan, Dumbo, and Swiss Family Robinson. Um, Those films have been moved to a six-plus rating and uh, are available on any account that is uh, tied to someone who's greater than six years old. All right. And then Billy Crystal has given an update on Monsters at Work. That's right. Monsters at Work was announced way back in 2019 and was supposed to debut in 2020, but of course, COVID, so it's been delayed. Uh, but Billy Crystal says he's done. A, they've done a lot of episodes. Uh, they were able to do some of the voice work from home, and that uh, he and John Goodman uh, come back as Sully and Mike, and the show is going to start uh, six months after Monsters, Inc. ended. So they are now on the laugh floor, uh, and they're going to have uh, some new characters there as well. And it's tough to believe that uh, Monsters, Inc. will be celebrating its 20th anniversary. Whoa. Yeah. Such a good movie. Yep. Yep. So uh, in addition to uh, uh, Mike and Sully, uh, Monsters at Work is actually going to revolve around a, a character named Tyler Tuskman, who is a young mechanic with the Monsters, Inc. facilities team, also known as Mift, who dreams his way of working up to the left floor. So um, Billy Crystal, John Goodman... Um, also Roz is back and John Ratzenberger as the Yeti, Jennifer Tilly as Celia May, uh, Needleman and Val Little by Kelly uh, Marie Tran, who is a a new character. So some of these, uh, you know, they're not necessarily half hour shows. Some of them are full length shows, which is like an hour, 
Some of them are a half hour, but Billy Crystal is very excited by it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really excited by it. There's right? not a lot of maybe there's no animated shows uh, that were you know direct to Disney Plus that right. I'm in any way excited about. Uh, movies, yes, like right. Soul, I really liked, but this I can't wait for. All right. Next up, the trailer for Raya and the Last Dragon has been released. That's right. There's a big movie by Disney. This is uh, Raya and the Last Dragon, which is uh, a journey in the fantasy world of Kumandra, where humans and dragons lived together many years ago in harmony. Uh, when an evil force threatens the land, the dragons sacrifice themselves to save the humans. Now, 500 years later, that evil has returned, and there is only uh, one dragon left, and Raya goes down to track that dragon and save the world. Uh, so this, once again, Kelly Marie Tran, who you may know as Rose Tico from Star Wars, voices Rhea. Aquafina voices the dragon Sisu. Uh, and uh, this is coming to movie theaters and Disney Premier Access, uh, Disney Plus Premier Access on March 5th. Okay, great. The list of all the current Pixar projects that are coming has been released. That's right. So Pixar, you know, they're always busy. Uh, and they've got some stuff that they're working on for both Disney Plus and full-length movies. And uh, here we go. Inside Pixar, which is a documentary series that uh, uh, focuses on individual creators, writers, and animators from Pixar Studios. Each episode is under 20 minutes, and they have already dropped five episodes of the series. Uh, Pixar Popcorn, which we talked about, was released uh, on January 22nd. And in those are mini short movies. Um, with Buzz Lightyear, Dory, Jack-Jack, and some of the other characters we know from Pixar. Uh, the Fall is going to see a new series called Doug Days, which will follow Doug uh, and Carl from Up in a, in a spinoff series as Doug and Carl adjust to life in the suburbs. Uh, that one could be good. Cars, uh, we're going to have Mater and Lightning McQueen back on the small screen as they embark on a road trip across the U.S., uh, Win or Lose is Pixar's first ever long-form animated series and will follow the perspectives of a co-ed softball team as they prepare for a big game. Each episode will focus on one member of the team and highlight their daily struggles, per perceptions, and more. Um, and then they also have three films currently in production. Luca, which is coming out this summer, is a coming-of-age film set in Italy. Turning Red, which is the story of May a 13-year-old girl who turns into a giant red panda whenever she becomes overwhelmed, angry, or excited. That will release in the spring of 2022. And then Lightyear, which, uh, you know, everyone needs a Buzz Lightyear origin story. Um, the Space Ranger is going to be played by Chris Evans in this film that is the story of the actual astronaut on which Buzz Lightyear the toy was oh, based. interesting. So uh, that uh, that's pretty cool. Okay. The Disney gift card site... Um, that they were going to upgrade. The upgrade has been pushed back. That's right. Uh, that upgrade was slated for January 20th, but has been moved to February 3rd of 2021. Um, all of your details will no longer be available, um, but they will be linking it to your standard Disney account if you have a Disney account. Okay. So, yeah. That makes a lot more sense. It was always annoying to have to have two separate sign-ons for that. Yes, it does. Although I did like the site and I love the ability that it has. Yep. Uh, over at SeaWorld, they are offering a preschool card for free admission in 2021. That's right. If you are a preschooler, uh, you can get, uh, and you're uh, actually, if you're ages five and younger, I don't guess you don't have to be going to a preschool, uh, but you can get the 2021 preschool card 
advanced registration must be done online and must be completed by February 3rd. The first theme park visit must happen by February 28th, and the card includes free admission for the remainder of the year. Um, this also includes a couple of events that were geared for kids, uh, which is Sesame Street Kids Weekend, January 23rd and 24th, which I guess just passed, and uh, Elmo's Birthday Celebration, which is January 30th through February 3rd. Oh, great. So that uh, is pretty good. If you've got a youngster, uh, get them down there and get the ticket. Wonderful. Yeah. You have any other uh, final parting words? I don't. I have to go and run my raffle for my color street party. Excellent. Well, until Friday, I'm Tony. I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.